Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your man, Legacy the Prince. I am CEO Aaliyah. It's your boy, DJ B4EY. Yes, sir. It's the Fresh Leftovers radio show. And we got a special guest with us, special. A what? My you don't start last, last outside, week. Outside. I mean, drink some water. Right. <laughs> now he needs some milk. We got a special guest with us, man. Still kicking with us all the way from Kampala, Uganda. We got Pastor Moses in the building. How you doing, sir? Good well. Thank you. Thank yes, you, thank sir. You. Glad to have you here, man. Are you what? nervous, Moses? Um, No, I'm okay. trying not to be. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's all good, man. We're going to have a great time tonight, man. It's all Pastor love here tonight. We first, heard Moses, Moses preach for the first time this past Sunday at Evolved. Um, him, Danny Moe, and Minister Mike did tag teaming. And Moses went stupid. That's good. Moses went, it was so good. Let me tell you something. First of all, when we was on a road trip, it's like Moses couldn't, he kept on saying, I don't know how to say this. How do you say this? But when he started preaching, it's like his English was perfect. Like, when you was preaching, like when you was under the anointing, it's like your preaching was just like, your English was just perfect. But when we was in that car ride, you know, I didn't really know everything you were saying, but I knew a lot of it. That's okay. So, so we definitely, um, prior to you coming and, 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 and dropping in on us for, for this visit, man, we've heard so much about you. Right. Right. And it was like, when I saw you, I was just like, oh, man, he's like actually here because we know the faith journey it took, you know, mm. with our pastor just believing on like another level, you know, him just teaching us faith. Uh, and walking through faith on another level, right? And him actually applying that and then actually seeing you here, like the fruit of everyone's faith coming together and seeing you here. It was just, we was excited. I ain't gonna lie. I think I hugged you for like a minute. Like, yo, he's here. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you enjoying yourself so far in the States? Yes, I am. Yes. Um, everything, there's, there's quite a lot of things to take in. Uh -huh. So I try to give myself some room, space, so I can not die because there's so much that I, <laughs> you don't um, die bringing okay. in but uh so many lessons and uh, i'm learning a lot and yeah it's a different world where i'm living in and everything here is amazing and you just wonder so the reason why i take um, so many pictures and videos is because i may not be able to tell the story so videos and pictures speak a lot mm. So I could I could um, have my iPad there, and they would ask me f basing on what is recorded. So yeah. I can't oh. recall everything, mm -hmm. mm. and some things are uh, some things are, are indescribable because uh -huh. uh, you know indescribable. Some don't even exist in our country. So um, I have to take some videos and pictures. So. Uh, I can explain better. Yes, yeah. sir. And yeah. you're definitely going to have this dope video production show. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was at the radio show. Yeah. It's so going to be on YouTube, everything. They just got to type you in. Yes, yes sir. sir. Find it at any given time. So I want to I want to I want to backtrack. Right. Because the story of you getting saved, the story of you becoming a leader, you know, the story of you preaching like it, it was it's an amazing journey. I want you to take us back to how how did you get introduced to Christ? Um, I was at school. And um, I just joined my secondary school. We, we call it secondary school. Uh, it takes about six years. Then you go to uh, college or university. So um, during one of the breaks, I had uh, I saw a girl, and who was um, who was reading a magazine. And uh, this magazine had had on it um, uh, a title. So you want to date like D A T E? Mm -hmm. You want to date. 
And I was wondering, I thought to myself, like, maybe she was communicating to me, like, come over. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so she was holding it just, you know, right opposite where I am. So I thought, you know, um, so I, I, I came and um, I was wondering uh, myself, because in our culture, uh, ladies don't get to read that. It's, you know, it's men that are supposed to know how to go about you know, that uh. kind of thing. So I, I, I showed up and, and I asked her politely because I wanted to know exactly what she was reading. So I asked her uh, for the magazine and she allowed it and I took it home and I read. But um, what was so unique about the articles, they were directly speaking to me. Mm. I don't remember so many scriptures because I, I hardly believe that it was even Christian magazine, mm. but uh, it was speaking directly to my life, the kind of life I was living in, teenage years, and, and I was wondering about a person who would basically be knowing it all. And uh, so it spoke directly to me, the faith journey, but basically about the real, real life. Mm -hmm. So that began to uh, change my life. So I came back the following day and I asked for more. She had three more magazines and uh, she gave them to me and I began reading them. So the pride and the ego and everything in me began to melt down because the words were really, really melting my, my ego and pride and, and everything that I had melted me down. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and after some time, because I kept rereading them over and over again, and I realized that uh, it was God. So I accepted Christ to be my Amen. Savior. So um, who, who was the author of the magazines he was reading? Uh, Papa Michael Owens. <laughs> that is so fly. Like That's Pastor crazy. Mike was writing articles uh, in his magazine that he was, I guess, sending out and it was blasting around the globe pretty much. And it so happens that the young lady had an article uh, cut out. You ended up reading the article. Yes. Right. Yes. And that's how you ended up getting saved. Yes, I got attracted by the by the by the, the title, title uh -huh. of a magazine, and I got to understand that you know, um, okay, I won't get back to that. But it, one of the things, some of the things that maybe uh, God directs, because I don't know who had to think about this title but uh it was good and captured my my my, my myself and mm -hmm. and here i am and i got saved just just like that how old were you i was 40, 15. wow i was 14 15. Dang. by then do you remember the title of the magazine so, was it so you want to date no i mean oh that's the title of the no that was the you just send it. Oh, okay, okay. He sent it over. <laughs> mm. I think right. he sent it to you, sis. I'm about to say, I ain't get it. Was oh, that the title of it? No, no. That was the title of the article, I believe. Okay, okay. 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 Um, Changing Your World magazine. Changing Your World. Changing Your World magazine. magazine. It was an article that Minister Mike wrote. He didn't write the, the oh, magazine. Okay. It was an article that he wrote that was called Changing the World. That, is, that is actually amazing. One article changed changed someone's life. Yes. So um that is that is amazing. Upon getting saved, like what what did you what what was your first um after you got yourself saved, which is fourteen, fifteen, what what did you do next? Like what how did you um did you grab a Bible and start reading or did you follow go on to some uh another teacher or anything like that? 
um so um when i received um when i re- took back the magazines because they never belonged to me oh, okay. i really wanted to to have them more to keep reading them so i went uh, to a website there was a website then i subscribed so i could receive my monthly magazines mm-hmm. so i i received my first magazine while i was still at school so all that period of time i was at home and i could close myself in my room and you know read and try to know more about them so in that period of time i skipped prayers because i come from a muslim family mm-hmm. uh with a muslim staunch muslim background and i was supposed to uh, uh to be to take over my uncle who was uh, an imam teacher a, a teacher of faith muslim teacher of faith mm-hmm. so so everything was being i was being nurtured and prepared to be the next teacher of faith gotcha. so uh, so so i had started to skip prayers i couldn't pray and because i was i was locked in my room and trying to read and and i god god was breaking me down and i didn't know mm. so i spent so much time in my rooms for for quite some time and um, and and and, and uh, that's when that's when i i got the nerve the energy the strength to tell my family that i am no longer muslim mm. i was going to ask you that and um how did they take it how did your family yeah. take something like that statement uh well they gave me some time because they thought i was joking and i was um uh in my in my family the, the things that we don't joke about especially when it comes to christianity you can joke about anything so that was that, that was um that was bad that was a bad joke but mm. um they gave me some time you know uh-huh. they, they thought it was i was being a teenager and i was just a young boy but after some time um they realize that i meant it yeah. mm. and they had to uh, to disown me wow yeah they disowned me and they cast me away out of the family they disassociated with me and um to do that it takes a process when they're disowning you the prayers that are made and i'd seen them with uh, certain other you know people so we you you get uh, your um you're starved for um for a day you don't eat you're not allowed to uh, come out so you stop you stay in your room uh, for a day and then uh, you're brought in the middle you sit in the middle with the uh-huh. uh, uncles and aunties and everybody there present so they have the they begin prayers they you know they uh they start their prayers they cursing prayers you either die or you either get mad or sick you know just an example that uh, you an outcast should be yeah. the, the word so after all that that was done um i remember it was very late in the night uh they told me never come back oh wow wow yeah never come back and you've never seen them since um the, it has been a period over the years but uh as i speak i uh, after uh, i think 2 3 years ago uh the lord spoke to me because all that i was young i was young and uh uh, I didn't know what I had believed in but inside of me there was some power that pushed me that you're doing the right thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I couldn't go back so I believed in what I was inside of me so one of the painful moments was that um regardless of the the difference in what in the faith or whatever they never understood they would still allow me home because I was young and I had no place to go okay okay mm, so okay. it was it was um it dawned on me 
and anger and bitterness to realize that regardless of anything, I'm still their son, I'm still their nephew, I'm still their cousin. So they couldn't listen. And uh, they attempted so many times uh, to kill me and I, had, I have almost scars all over my, my body. But I survived and uh, my journey from the village I had to take a bus, it's a long story, I had to, t no, not a bus, it was a lorry. I found a lorry along the road that had equipments on. I remember because I'd woken me in the morning, I had some shorts on me and a vest on me and some sandals. Mm -hmm. So they never allowed me go back, pick my clothes or anything. So they just sent me away. Well, what just, you had so, yeah. so you was just, you could not never come back? Yes. Did you have to stay for that moment though? I'm just curious because, I mean, the, when they were trying to, when they were saying they were going to cast you out, you had to physically stay there? They just didn't let you go or something like that? I I tried to stay around because I had no place. They, they had nowhere to cussing, go. Yeah, cussing, telling me to go away from home meant go away from the village. Okay. Like you, from the community, I go gotcha. go away. Okay. Because everyone everyone knew me and, and I was, uh, I was, uh, I was uh, this, this, um, hmm. Is it disassociated? Dishonorable? Um, the word should be like I was a, I was a rotten tona tomato, I think. Okay. Ah, my, okay, I got you. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, you do away from me because me being around, others, others will take my example. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's like the it's like the uh, the rotten apple in the bunch. Yes. yes. Everything around you get spoiled because they ain't proximity with you. Yes. Got gotcha. you. So you either die as an example or get mad as an example. So so others take that with you, or you you get killed and nobody will you know take the measures to look for you or do anything because it's it's faith so nobody nobody will come to it is faith it is basically yeah. faith yeah okay so um we go because i want to dive into that. Wow. that that's 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 a lot to unpack i want to dive into that yeah. real quick we got to run off into a break um as soon as we come back uh we're gonna dive in more with pastor moses when we come back so y'all keep it locked all right gh3 radio god's house of hip-hop LA's number one home for CHH and gospel hip-hop music. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Simi So Real spinning something you can feel that's right. Catch me every Friday night on Rise Magazine Presents New Music Friday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right here on God's House of Hip Hop Radio, powered by Dash Radio. Be sure to follow Rise Magazine on all social media at Rise Magazine, that's capital R Y Z E Magazine, along with www.risemagazine.com, and you can follow me at Simi So Real and remember to tune in every Friday night for Rise Magazine Presents New Music Friday right here on God's House of Hip Hop Radio. And if you forget, go to www.ghcradio.com and get all of the info. God's Word Amplified. Blessing you with today's CHH and Gospel Hip Hop hits. GH3 Radio. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I go by name DJ Penny, and you're listening to the CHH African Radio Show every Saturday, 11 a.m. PST and 8 p.m. West African time. On this show, we introduce to you hip-hop songs all over Africa. I'm talking about from Nigeria down to Kenya to Zambia to Zania, Malawi, and Lice. Yeah, stay tuned. LA's number one home for CHH and gospel hip-hop music. 
GH3 Radio, LA's number one home for CHH and gospel hip-hop music. Hey, bless up, bless up. It's your girl, Shawnee G, from Inspirational Hip Hop Sundays on GH3 Radio, God's House of Hip Hop. Tune in every Sunday from 12 to 1 so you can get motivated, inspired, blessed. You know, you want to get those words of encouragement. This is the show for you on GH3 Radio, God's House of Hip Hop. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your man, Legacy the Prince. I am C. Yo, It's your boy, DJ Before You Why. Yes, sir. It's a Fresh Leftovers Radio Show. We are back. We still got Pastor Moses from Uganda kicking it with us, man. Um, the story is crazy. That was a lot to First of all, yes. first that of was all, just the first half. I got lost. You said you got in this thing on the side of the road. What is it called? It's a, it's a lorry. We call them lorries. It's a, it's a truck. Uh-huh. Um, six, with 16 wheels initially my because i've never had never been out of, outside of my village mm-hmm. so the plan was i thought the city was near i mean uh, where my grandma my thoughts were to go to my grandma so i thought it was near so initially my plan was to walk and i realized that too far it, too far <laughs> yeah <laughs> too far it's like sitting down the street from here that's far so when so, you jumped in a, when you jumped in that that truck did it take you where where it take you yeah, um, it, it took because they didn't know I was on track. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I got up and they didn't know I was on track until uh, I don't know what I did, but the driver realized that someone is uh, at the back of the truck. Mm. So uh, he had to uh, tell me to come off because uh, uh, the traffic police, uh, you know, wouldn't allow a big load of truck with somebody on top of it. But uh, after some time, so he kept on uh, uh, taking me out and you know by the time he would start the lorry and i'll climb back climb back on it so <laughs> yeah. you know but uh we got to an agreement how, okay. how, how old were you um, through, through this whole process of you being disowned and getting cast out like how old were you um i was i was i was that was in the middle so i was 14 my i, I had not yet been come 15 because my okay. birthday is always in December so that was before my birthday so, so how did you convince this driver to let you stay on he did it he said <laughs> no, he that, said they came to an agreement the agreement was because I think he looked at me and the way how I was you could tell somebody who is lying and somebody who is not lying yeah. mm, okay. so um, it was it was one way it was one way I had no place to go so yeah. there was no way how I would stay in the middle of the road so I tried to talk to him uh, because to talk to him and 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 he he agreed to take me to a distance because we're not going to the city where mm. I was. Mm. So at a certain point, they said we are dropping you here. Okay. So I thought I would walk all the so the, I, the rest. I just want to backpedal a little bit because you said you avoid being killed. Who was trying to kill you like that? Because I mean, you said you was in a village, so everybody was was not your family, or everybody was your family in a sense. But um, this is 14 years old. Um, my my community, my village, especially my my family, they're staunch Muslims, and mm-hmm. they have that honor and prestige of being Muslims. Mm-hmm. So news had spread out about my conversion and what they had done, what they had decided. So oh, anybody okay. who would associate with me, they were afraid to associate with me oh. because of the repercussions, because of what you know, they w- would happen. So they were afraid. And I was, uh, had, I had been cast. I was, uh, 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 yeah, I was cast. So um, I was an abom. Hmm. Abomination. Okay, abomination. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. 
So, but but um, I had some people that I was staying in with before I left out mm-hmm. until it got tense and they had to uh, take me away because they were afraid of their life. But in 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 between, uh, there are many times, you know, when I when I was uh, when I was beaten when I before I left. I, I they, was, so you, they, you said they tried to kill yes. you. Yes, they did. And you still have scars from that yes. from today. Yes, I have. Dang. Bro, like, do we understand how, like, do we really understand how, like, and we take it for granted. Like, we hear it's it all the time. Here. We ex- like, yo, we hear it all the time that people on the other side of the world are getting like killed for being Christian. And I'm, I'm gonna be honest, right? I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest. I took it for granted. I'm like, man, you know, man, it's because they ain't fighting back. No, this is serious stuff. Like. People are really getting beaten for transitioning to, to Christ. And at 14, like, that was happening? Um, they were angry because uh, I, 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 I had, um, I had um, the family pride. I'd put down the family pride. Mm. And I disappointed them because I was the next leader as well, which I Oh, had, uh, okay. So they had all the bitterness and anger. And the rage because I had held on for, and they, they had given me time and I held on to it. So they were really, really mad. So, wow. So, okay, so what happened next when they dropped you off? Then what happened? Sorry? When the truck drivers dropped you off, what happened That's after crazy. that? Yo, I, I decided I would walk, and then uh, I think a miracle happened. We have uh, what we call taxis, the, the, the 14, um, uh, 14, uh, 14 seater. Uh, like uh, van, like yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 I, I stopped them and I told them I was uh, uh, going to the city. They asked if I had the money and and uh, and, and and then I didn't. So, and uh, they took me in. Took you wow. in anyway. Amen to that, bro. So I, I know you said something earlier about um, in the Christian religion, we're allowed to joke. You said something in reference to that, like we're allowed to. You know, play around like that, but in the Muslim religion, it's a whole different level of severity. Explain that a little bit. Do you feel like Christianity is too lenient as it pertains to us, um, the way we serve, the way we, you know, the way we pray or the way we worship, like the, our servitude? Do you feel like it's too lenient? It's too passive, because you know, especially coming from a Muslim background, it's like really strict. Do you feel like Christianity is too lenient? Yes, it is because uh, from from day one at birth. You know, you know, the things that you have to do, reading the Quran, reciting the Quran, it is, you know, it is, it is, it is something that you either love or like, and you grow to like it because it's, it's, it's part of you. It has become part of you. So there are certain things that you are taught forcefully. And by example, uh, by the way they were teaching me, you know, the pronunciation of words, there's a beating the heavy punishments that you know that comes along so you you're trying to understand religion understand faith and you don't even know anything but yet they expect you to know and learn quickly and to do exactly what that requires whether you know or you don't know so as you grow you have no option mm. and that is what it is and then with christianity you know there's a it's quite different you have choices Mm. You don't have choices on the side. Wow. Mm. Choices like what? 
we could not be so serious, kind of be serious. Like, <laughs> you have a choice not to pray. Okay. You have a choice not to fast here. I mean, yeah, Christian yeah. part, you have a choice not to, you know, to attend church or do anything. In the other world, regardless of who you are, you don't have to miss. So, so what's your experience with Christianity here in the States versus back at home? Is there any difference? Like, um, The difference is uh, I've seen that possibly some of the things that I see here are just prayer requests in our home, you know. In our country. It's just what? Prayer request. Mm. Can, can you elaborate? Like, yeah, what, go what, on kind that, of, what kind of what kind of things you are you talking about? Um, like, uh, God has blessed you with certain things mm-hmm. uh, that um, that that are dreams back home. Oh, oh, oh he's saying their prayer request. Or things we, we have. take, yeah, we take it for so granted. So basically, wow. like, like in the states, we take for granted what you got. What what kind of things? This is like what um, material things or uh, you really have nice things. Hmm. So the world is uh, completely different. Um, the homes, the roads, infrastructure. Mm. And the weather is really, really nice. I'm sure when I go back home, I'll get back my real skin. (laughs) (laughs) He said my real skin. He he said he exfoliated (laughs) over here, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, that is funny. That is funny. That is funny. So, Moses, did you... (laughs) So, why did you want to... Go to your grandmother. Was your grandmother Christian was or was she Muslim? Yeah, um, my grandma had married uh, one of uh, um, my four grandparents, mm-hmm. and she was a Christian. So, uh, so wow. she moved far away and built her home. So I would hear about her. We wouldn't have access to her, and um, when that happened, I knew she would be the only person that could understand. Qu- question. So was she Ooh. also um, maybe that like exiled as well, or she just? Mm. Sorry. No, you good? No, no, no take your time. Take your time. You're fine. Yeah, you were saying. Was did she have to go through the same thing, or did she or just already move out before that point? Um. She had moved so many years ago, uh-huh. and uh, um, I don't. The rest of our story is a long story, but she had settled so far away. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, um, she never got married, but uh, she would uh, she would treat any person who came home like it was her child. Yeah. So. That's how she treated you when you came. Yeah, and. Uh, and she passed away last year. Damn. Oh, my condolences. I was going to ask, but I'm glad I did. So, um, what was your experience when, um, when you, when grandma, when you, I guess, how long did you get to live with her? Yeah, I lived with her uh, since then. Oh, I love it. Dang. Oh, wow. Wow. So, when she first saw you, what did she, and you told her you converted, what did she say? Um, she never believed. She asked because it's a long journey. Oh. 
I had to, I didn't know exactly where she was because I'd never been to her home. Mm. So I, I'd spent some time to look for her, locate her, and there were no phones to, it was, I was new in the city. So when she saw me, um, take your time, take your time, take your time. Mm. It's so crazy. Mm. Um, she couldn't believe it. Uh, she couldn't believe it, and she had asked me if I came alone, if I was alone, what had happened, what is, you know, she couldn't believe it, and uh, yeah, I, 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 I told her I converted. And uh, she said one funny thing. She said, "Yo, you're too young. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you're too young." But uh, she welcomed me, and uh, we started the journey together. And you know, uh, she taught me things. It, it took me time to, uh, you know, cleanse all that I'd grown yeah. in knowing. Yeah. But I, I. That's when I. I, I had my magazines on, so and they were my first Bible, so I enjoyed them. I enjoyed them. I, I read them over and over, word by word. Still have them. Wow. Yeah. So my journey began from there and in prayer, and, and uh, uh, I became stronger, and she took me to school. She didn't have so much. And by faith, I... I, I studied by faith, never got any report from school mm. all the six years. I never knew how I performed. So I simply joined in another class when everyone was being promoted to another class. Mm. I could join with the rest and until my final year at school. Mm. Man, wow. that, is, that is really powerful. Yeah. And uh, during that period, uh, I remember I got to learn about prayer and... Uh, and about fasting and all of that, everything was just coming to me. And the Lord would, you know, would have dreams. I used to have trouble with the, with the spirits. I could dream about uh, Muslim men chasing after me with a pang and hole, holes. I mean, yeah, digging holes. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Uh, so I would, I would struggle with that because I didn't know how to. My grandmother didn't know basically about some, some of the things. So all the time I would, you know, be in my room and, you know, read and and talk to God in a way, in a childish way you'll never uh, imagine. So through that, my, my faith continued, you know, my faith continued to grow. And as I read the articles, so, yes. And how did you, that's, that's so much taking in, but how did you, um, so after these years of, you know, being in school and staying with your grandmother and just unlearning the Muslim lifestyle and now learning um, the Christian faith lifestyle, how did you get back connected? Or, I mean, you never disconnected from the magazines, but how did you get connected with Minister Mike? Okay. Um, Hold on one second. We got to run off on a break real quick. We got to oh. take a break. So we're going to come back on okay. that, all right? Hey, man, we got more with uh, Pastor Moses when we come back. Ooh, this is a lot to unpack. So y'all keep it locked. We gonna get through it <laughs> together, all right? So we got more when we come back. So y'all keep it locked.
Hey, what's up? This is MC Nice. Tune in Sunday afternoons from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time to God's Calamari, hosted by me and the God Squads, Harlem G and Marlo Nicole, where we give you insightful interviews from industry professionals and celebrities, buzzworthy music to new music, and some of the things that are moving and shaking in CHH and gospel hip-hop today. Every Sunday, be sure to tune in to God's Calamari with MC Nice and the God Squad on GH3 Radio, God's House of Hip-Hop, LA's number one home for CHH and gospel hip-hop music. God's Word God's Amplified. GH3 Radio. God's House of Hip-Hop. LA's number one home for CHH and gospel hip-hop music. Yeah. It's your girl, Raina Day, and guess what? King FM Radio is coming to God's House of Hip Hop starting October 13th and every Tuesday night at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We got the hottest in Christian hip hop. We're going to be talking with some of your favorite artists, athletes, celebrities, and local community leaders. And we want to bring you in on the conversation, too. So don't forget to tune in every Tuesday night at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for King FM Radio right here on God's House of Hip Hop. LA's number one home for CHH and gospel hip-hop music. GH3 Radio, LA's number one home for CHH and gospel hip-hop music. Hey, yo, make sure you tune in to the Revolution Radio Show, the most dangerous show on radio, the show that isn't afraid to discuss religion, politics, sex, money, or pop culture. If it's on your mind, it's on this show. All the while, we serving up the top five hottest CHH cuts of the week every Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, right here exclusively on God's House of Hip Hop. You dig? GH3 Radio, God's House of Hip Hop. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your man, Legacy the Prince. I am CEO Aaliyah. It's your boy, DJP, for you. Why? Yes, sir. It's a fresh left. I was radio show and we are back, man. We got Pastor Moses all the way from Kampala, Uganda in the building with us, man. Dropping a, a movie on us. Man, this is a movie crazy script. Crazy power potential. <laughs> this this is a movie first. script. All right. So if you haven't, you know, catch up. All right. <laughs> Y'all catch up. Back end, For real. It. Run it back. Listen to it. Tap in. So right now we're at the portion of the story where you're at grandma's house now. Um you're learn you're unlearning every the the, the Muslim traditions or the Muslim doctrine um, and now you're relearning Christianity yes. no Bible no, just know. your magazines and your relationship with God and yes. your grandmother and your mm-hmm. grandmother yes um, so I I, 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 I I picked up fire and I wanted to preach I wanted to preach basing on what I'd learned from the about faith basically about faith and um I, I went to schools and I remember uh, the first school when I went to, I, I, I couldn't even preach. I mm. prayed about it and I felt, you know, I was ready. And when I got in front, I started to, stum- to stutter. stutter. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember. I don't even remember what I preached, but I think it was around somewhere around Ezekiel. Mm-hmm. But I failed to speak and I said, I'm not, I'm not going to do this again, God. Mm. I'm not going to do this again. And uh, time went on, I felt my desire, burning desire to reach out. And uh, I, I went to the community, the nearby community, and wanted to uh, have a, a rally and preach. And, 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 preach. and I remember that uh, a friend had, uh, had, a, had, a, had a camera, and this was my first... My first That's um, you? Yeah, this was my first, uh, first meeting. Yeah. Oh, wow. 
and I was disappointed because I, I had seen visions that God was bringing crowds in and uh, you know so but when I arrived only young kids showed up four five years of age they couldn't even say Jesus I was really disappointed uh-huh. and and the adults were right down the floor they pass I, I thought they had the word and they were ready to give their lives to Christ but none of them even moved mm. uh, a finger so I got back home and I was disappointed I said God I'm not going to to do this again and that's when you know I started going in the villages and and preaching I spent so much time in the villages several villages I used to move and and preach I spent I spent time in the villages about how old were you at this point approximately I must have been uh around um 17 18 1920 on there there's ages mm. wow yes. this is this after school after. yes right after school i started preaching so how how did you get around what was your like how did you how was anything supplied for you where you stay like i would how did you eat I, I would go and Mm. It, it may sound crazy, Mm-mm. so I will get into a, a car or a bus. Uh, my grandmother would give me some money, mm. so I'll get into a bus, and if I feel a, a direction that I you should go this way, or I would just simply get into the bus park and head out anyway. So at any destination, I'll just jump off and mm. begin right there. Sometimes I'll look for any Christian church around and ask them. I said, "I'm I'm here to preach," so I'll preach in the villages just like that so sometimes i'll spend there you know weeks and months wow yeah without returning without, without coming back home and always taking care for you yeah they did sometimes they did and sometimes most times uh, uh they were hostile you know people but also to remind you that um i had um uh when you when you're praying you have a uh, you have a mark here Mm. You you have a mark, you know the Muslim faith, Muslims have a marks here, uh-huh. your black mark. So uh, that disturbed a lot of Muslims that I came across while preaching Christ, and I have a mark right here, and this is how I got to change my name, because um, mine, you know, when you change fa- unless, but you have to ch- when you change, you have to change everything. You have to change everything. So I changed my names. Uh, but actually, my m- grandmother named me Moses. Mm-hmm. Oh. Gave me the, mo- the name Moses, and uh, and uh, and uh, I mm. ne- and God gave me Jedidiah, which means beloved of God, and then Moanguzi means victor, victory. Oh wow, that, that is amazing. Crazy. So you went from, and I and I want if you can, if we can pull this up on the uh, on the on the screen. Um, if you can pull this on the screen, this is absolutely amazing because you went from preaching. To the kids and the the parents not responding the way you wanted them to, and I'm just so inspired by this because I'm just like, look at, look at these pictures, man. Like, look at this. This is absolutely amazing. If it'll pull up, look at that crowd. Where is this, <laughs> <laughs> bro? Like one of them, you know. This is crazy. This is absolutely like amazing. Crusade, crusade. oh yeah. Like, this is. Thousands of people, bro. This is absolutely mind blowing for real. Look at that. And all to hear the message of God. Yeah. Yes. Because you had the faith to keep persisting. 
Speak on the faith journey that you 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 develop. Yeah. Speak on the faith journey because I, I would imagine that transitioning like that with like no resources, no Bible, no nothing, just your magazines and your faith in God, even to travel across from different villages, not knowing where food is coming from, not knowing where these types of things. Ex- uh, 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 speak on the faith journey that you've developed along the way. Um, thank you. Um, about my faith journey um, begins begins at the point when I realize that uh, uh, it is it is it is me alone. It is yeah. basically me alone. There's no family. There's nobody. So I knew that it, it I have to this Jesus, this God, whatever it is, I have to hold on to Him, and yeah. and that was the only way. So. The moments when I was out there and I didn't know what to do, you get to these villages and and the and the and it and it's and it's and it's it is beyond your understanding. Yeah. All right. Besides my age, then yes, I'm human, but uh, the things that you know were beyond, and you don't know how to deal with them, and you simply had to trust. Mm. No option. You trust when you give it all whether you're going to die or not. So I learned to, in the other world, they call it risking. Mm-hmm. So I would risk. So I, whatever would happen to me, I learned to trust just like that. So the journey about trust, so sometimes you, you, you put a feet and you don't know the outcome and, you know, God walks and said, okay, he was with me, you know. So that has been my journey. And what was profound about, uh, I think, some two years ago with my girl, Sophia, uh, she, 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 was, um, she was a premature. And I've been, she was a premature. She was born a premature. And, uh, That's she, your daughter? Yes, my daughter. Okay. Yeah, she was, she was born a premature. And uh, she was born with three holes in the heart. Mm. And, and, and uh, I had thought about, I had learned about what happens to, to that. The operation is expensive and all of that. But uh, looking back about what the Lord, you know, had used me or the journey and everything to where I am, that I'm married and with children, I believed God even when I didn't know what to believe. Mm. You got to experience that part in the Bible when God says, go and take nothing with you. Mm. And how everything or how things were provided to you when you go. And um, not just that. I know. We, I don't know how far apart, you know, the journey was from that point to um, meeting your wife. How did you meet your wife? On Facebook. I love the hit. Hey. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. play too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't gonna lie. I slid in my wife DMs too. Ain't gonna oh lie. Oh my god. So, so you talk to her, or, or, or how does that how did that work? I'm curious now. I asked Moses this story on the way to Orlando. <laughs> well, he, I, he, I, he he said to her, he took a picture of the article. Hey, you want a date? No. <laughs> Bring it back around, my boy. You know what? <laughs> but no, how did how how what did you do, man? Uh, I I. Have, have, I have friends. Um, I, I had friends, and I think she was, um, yeah, my cousin, distant cousins. And um, um, she was my friend on Facebook. So um, there's this random picture. I think it was a selfie they took together. 
she had she uh, my cousin and uh, about five girls uh -huh. so i think they tagged me i don't know if they really tagged me so i had seen the picture over time so every time uh, somebody commented on it it would show up so every time mm. it, it would show up so i would ignore because so one of the come. days i uh, I, I had to look and you know observe exactly yeah. why you know the, the picture was popping up so i saw a girl and mm. and i told her through messenger that i think i like one of your friends and she said um i have many beautiful friends so who exactly which one you talking about yeah so i had to uh, crop her picture and send it to her and uh cropped it and, okay and, yeah it because you know they were in, uh, like, yeah. yeah yeah so i had to take the picture out and i i, I want that one <laughs> <laughs> that one <laughs> don't get it twisted that one <laughs> and, I, and i remember it i told her that I, that I, I think i'm going to marry her oh wow yeah okay i just told her that i'm going to marry her and uh so the the journey begins right from there and well she w didn't tell her and i thought she was taking long so i looked for her account and you know sent a request mm -hmm. uh, thinking she had talked to her and it took almost like a year without Dang. you know pending and then the message messages yeah so <laughs> patience my brother yeah so man that's amazing Sis. Uh, yeah um so back to my question, Moses. Yes. That, um, legacy stirred us away from. I want to know, after, like I said, after all that whole journey, all that stuff, right? The faith journey, going from you, uh, moving from your family, going to your grandma, everything. How did you get connected with Minister Mike? I had the conviction in me because I was I was becoming a, a man that I never knew. I was evolving yeah uh -oh. unintended. so so i was becoming somebody so i i didn't know from one step to another and i was looking back at you know the places where i thought i was drowning i was not going to make it the times many times and i stood outside and look at the stars and ask questions to god uh, am i going to end like this i didn't i didn't have it it was my world wasn't making sense by then you know you have uh, you went to school and you know that going on with careers and continuing you into evangelism and mm. you don't know where it will end but it, it was the only thing so i had the conviction in me that i wanted to uh, to let the magazine the publishers know what they did in my life just mm. to appreciate and and uh, basically to and also the feeling of sharing my story with somebody Mm. Uh, 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 somebody personal story about my journey of salvation and how they blessed me so I wrote to the address on the magazines and uh, and uh, and uh, I, I don't know if he got it if he didn't but I simply had to write it off but also with the changing world and Facebook so I you know I I, I realized I needed to look for the name Mm -hmm. I had to look for the name, but it's hard to look for a person that you don't know right. except mm -hmm. by names out of the many a thousand uh, names. Mm -hmm. whole bunch of Michael Owens is out here. No, right? <laughs> Man, how do you know you landed on the right one? I knew it was him. That's tough. I knew it was him uh, uh, because um, he was surround uh, he was surrounded by people that were connected to to the church by then mm. and i didn't know how to approach him 
and how to tell him my story. But thank God he mm. he took me in. Mm. I want to ask Minister Mike a question real quick. You can grab that microphone next to you. Um, when you were writing these articles, right, did the Holy Spirit like prompt you ahead of time, like how global it was going to be or how much of an impact it was going to be at all? Nope. I had no idea. <clears throat> I was actually writing for a magazine called Changing Your World magazine, which was a Creflo Dollar publication. Okay. My spiritual father it was his magazine. And they approached me and asked me to start writing articles to reach young people because of the impact I was having here. So anytime I wrote, I would pray and ask the Lord to give me what I needed to write, you know, what I needed to say, what I needed to speak on. So each month I would write on a different subject that I felt like a young person may be facing. So for instance, the magazine that he first saw, it was a magazine I wrote on So You Want to Date. You know, it's about dating, you know, so... I was just writing to speak into the lives of any young person who grabbed hold of the book. He just happened to get a hold of the magazine in Uganda. Mm. And uh, when I first heard from him, it was a letter that he had sent to the church. There was, the Facebook didn't exist at that time. He just sent a letter. So I just got this letter, and they, the, 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 the publication department bought it to me, and I opened it and read it. And I remember breaking down crying at my desk because of what he had wrote in, in this letter. I was like, why? I had no... I mean. Again, for me, I'm like this little old dude and, you know, just my own story. And now there's somebody writing me from Kampala, Uganda, telling me that I impacted life and they gave their life to Christ by reading my articles in a magazine. So this has been, he had been reading those articles for years by the time he wrote me these letters. So after that, of course, then Facebook came out and, and then right. that's when we, uh, that's when I first saw him was over Facebook. And that's before they didn't have Facebook video or nothing at that time. It was just Facebook. But that was the first time I saw him. I think he sent me a friend request or something to that effect. And I recognized the name from the letters. And mm -hmm. that's how we first saw each other's face. I never saw his face before. I just got these letters from him from Africa mm. that, you know, that his life was turned around by my words. It was wow. just crazy to me. <clears throat> Man. That's crazy. That's why you can't give up. Straight up. No, I'm being for real. Yeah. Like. This is you, yeah. I ain't even gonna take it there right now. It's past. Yeah, it's man, past the Moses. Yeah, exactly. Man, I'm this is fighting every emotion of you. Just hearing this the story, you just don't know, man. That's why I'm out here. That's what we do. We do for stuff like that. Sheesh. All the stuff you put up over over here, but that makes it worth it. Right. Yeah. That one man, man. makes everything I've done in life worth it. Looking at them pictures, look at all them people being reached, man. Right. If I had never wrote the article, he would have never got it, and he would never maybe be reaching those people. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's crazy. Like, if I had never wrote it, he would have never read it, and he would never be doing that, and those yeah. people would have never got the gospel. Yeah. That's why what we do matters yeah. every day, big or small. Yeah. It's a magazine. You know. Yeah, that Sunday makes a Sundays, streaming over Instagram, YouTube. This is why it matters. You don't know who in what country is seeing that. Just like I didn't know who in what country was reading the magazine. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sorry. 
No, but that's but that's so facts though. But it go back to like um even like what me and I was talking about or that kind conversation I did. That's about like you know leaving a 99 for the one like just reaching a one is still reaching the masses but i mean it's like reaching the one he reaching the masses like that's you know what i'm saying like that's so powerful by one person you know what i'm saying you reach the masses by just making sure you're loving on that one person you, you know what god told me a while ago and i shared i think i shared it with the whole squad i was like it's about impact versus the reach like if you focus on impacting just one person mm -hmm. The reach is endless. Yeah. Like we get so we get so caught up on Numbers. oh man, I gotta I gotta get in touch with Lecrae, because if I could do a song with Lecrae, I already then, know. Like yeah. you wanna be in proximity because they have the reach when you need to focus on the impact yeah. of just one. Right. Like God left the reach <laughs> for the one right. to make impact. And then guess what? He he on his journey, you know what I'm saying? On his journey, he dipped off to the side real quick to go speak to the woman at the well. She then went and said, yo, come see a man. She went. The first evangelist. He, he took, he impacted one person and then the reach happened. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And that's why you got to take your, that's why you got to take self and pride out of the equation. Because if you would have stopped at that picture man. you showed us with them kids, how disappointed you was, if you would have stopped right there, you would never got right there. It don't, it don't even matter if he would have, if he would have continued writing them articles or not. If you would have stopped there because of your disappointment, your pride, you would have never got there. That's why I was asking him off air, does he write something? You know, does he write something like kind of how Pastor Mike was? I would love to have that like on a website. For that me, is bro. crazy. That is. Because it'll impact something. Just like Pastor Mike writing impacted one person, his can do the same thing. This testimony is crazy powerful. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, think about it. You grew up in a Muslim family. You got this on by your family. You travel miles. Don't even know where you're going or what you're doing to get to, your, to get to your on the top of a, of a, a, truck. Of a truck. Get to your grandma's house. She teaching you stuff. You don't got no Bible. You finally get one. Now you teach you the word. Now you get connected with Minister Mike. Now you got a whole church evolved Kampala, Uganda and you getting thousands of people saved. Like, is, that's a crazy testimony. Is this at church here? With you, like, is this where y'all? I think this was. A, it said crusade in the crusade. Back. Okay, I didn't know if that was the same picture I was trying to see. I didn't know. <sighs> no, that's not here. No, I know that's not here. What I'm you saying, say? I'm saying that does he have a spot in you back at home? That's why I was trying to see if this was it. I didn't know. It was oh, just crazy. Okay. It was like wow. Man. That's crazy. Man, man, man. I don't even know. I'm so like. My brain is like this right now. Yeah. This is this is this is absolutely amazing. And then he didn't even finish the testimony about his daughter. He didn't even finish that one. Yeah, what happened with the daughter? What happened with your daughter? I know you said she had the uh Oh man, we gotta run off on a break. Producer gonna chew us out later. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Iridae. All right, let's go on a break <laughs> and we gonna we gonna we gonna land this ship uh, as quickly as possible. <laughs> All right, we're gonna run off into a break real quick. Y'all keep it up. Hey, bless up, bless up. It's your girl Shawnee G from Inspirational Hip Hop Sundays on GH3 Radio, God's House of Hip Hop. Tune in every Sunday from 12 to 1 so you can get motivated, inspired, blessed. You know, you want to get those words of encouragement. This is the show for you on GH3 Radio, God's House God, of Hip Hop. God, Y'all, you know who it is, what it is, and what we do. It's your boy, Jay. This is Chris. With the Cruise Hip Hop Corner, and they messed around and gave us a radio show. If you want to know the hottest topics, the hottest news, the hottest artists, or just playing how hot it is, then tune in on Thursdays. That's Thursdays. At 6 p.m. with the Cruise Hip Hop Corner, live on GH3 Radio, and get your weekly CHH fix. Oh, boy. Time to get busy. God's Word, God's word Amplified. Word amplified. <laughs> 
What's up, everybody? This is Juan. And Kayla. And we are those Baxters. You can catch us every Friday night hosting Street Sums. We've got your 60 seconds of praise. DJ Aunt G's. Artist check-in. Life lessons. And your word on the street. Listen, you can catch us 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Pacific time. 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern right here on GH3 Radio. God's house of hip-hop. God's word amplified. <laughs> Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your man, Legacy the Prince. I am CEO, Aaliyah. It's your boy, DJ B4EY. Yes, sir. Fresh Leftovers Radio Show. We are back. We got Pastor Moses all the way from Kampala, Uganda. Well, he Lee. said it right this time. I got it right, man. You know what I'm saying? Man, he's still with us, man. Just dropping some absolutely amazing. Crazy. Just, yeah. man. Crazy, 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 crazy. All right, so you were telling us briefly about the story of your daughter. I definitely want to hear that because I have a daughter and I need that. Okay, <laughs> I need that motivation. <laughs> uh, thank you. Um, um, I think in, in the journey of salvation, in the walk of salvation, there are things that you don't expect. Um, like God is with you, there are things that will never happen to you because you have the protection and you know you pray and, and the things the, the things that you that I believe will never happen. God loves me so much, but why would I receive a baby with the three holes in the heart? Mm. Mm. So uh, that really troubled me a little bit but I knew that uh, one way or the other uh, it is one thing that I can't live with you pray for people you you know you do all those things but you know there's a baby so I I knew that I had to pray I didn't know how to pray but then the emotions attached because she's your girl and you love her and you don't know how to pray you love her too much to even know how to pray for her mm. and yet it is a test for you right there because you don't want to go all the way with the operations and then the billions of money so um i was challenged by my wife because you know she knows i'm a minister i preach the gospel you mm. know you pray for people and it's quite different sometimes uh, with people you pray for them and you know you let you leave you live to god if you know heals them, heals them. If mm-hmm. he will heal them later on, yes, he will do that. But then you are having something, someone right in the in the house, and you really need that urgent miracle to happen right, right. away. So it was tough for me, uh, and but I didn't take it that it was God's will for her mm. to be that way. Mm. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my portion because I know that uh, yeah, God blesses, but that was. Uh, he said he, he, he ble- a blessing that has no sorrow. So mm. there was sorrow on oh, the baby. The part good. that I just didn't believe. That sorrow on the baby, the sorrow in the blessing, I just didn't believe. So um, that, they, that called us in the hospital to go to the Heart Institute, begin the treatment and, you know. But every time that we attempted to go to the hospital, something would happen. It would rain heavily. Anything could happen, and we wouldn't. We di- that happened for almost like ten months. Dang, ten months. But I could pray, and and I don't, you don't know she's she she she's breathing in a way, and you don't know what's going on. So I'm praying, and I don't know what's really happening. But one of the days, um, my wife told me that uh, next week, whether you like it or not, whether it's raining or whatever, we will go to the hospital. Mm. So we went to the hospital and. I thought we would be together at, at that place where they, you know, they will do the, the scan. Mm-hmm. And um, when we arrived, she says, there's your baby. So she stayed and she gave me the baby. And I opened up the, 
the the hospital do- doors and I told God I am not coming back the way I came in. Mm. And and I was strong. I had faith for her, for my wife because she had believed God through me, you know, the man of God, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the pastor, but also trusted God one way or the other. I didn't know how to trust, but I trusted him. I just didn't want to have the bad news, whatever it would be. So we went in and um, there were patients in, and I am not a doctor, but I could see holes in people's hearts while they were moving that scanner, you will tell. So when she was laid there at the, at the bed and... The doctor began to, you know, move that machine all over, all over the fourth back, you know, and I didn't see anything. And uh, I, 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 I thought there's so many things I thought. And uh, but she told me, yeah, looks like the holes have been blocked. There are no holes. It's so crazy. The no holes. So I, I just couldn't believe it but I had to believe it God has been with me so I walked out and she tells me that when she saw my face she knew that God had done something I had not even talked to her but when she looked at my face she knew that God had done something and most times when I am at my lowest even when I I don't want to pray I should say I'm human Mm -hmm. even when I'm cast down when I remember that gives me strength to carry on wow Amen. Man, that's so powerful, man. I'm sitting here thinking of my little daughter like, man, that is, that's a lot. Yeah. God is amazing, man. God is amazing. Your your entire journey is absolutely amazing. Like, what what do you have next? What do you have prepared next? Right when I go back home, oh, yeah. Yeah, when you got yeah. back home. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's so much that I've learned here. Uh being here has uh, has uh, has refueled my spirit and 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 coming in touch with uh, with him. It has he has that's a mileage and connect with my family here. My mm. evolved family that is a mileage uh to me. And 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 there's so much I'm going to do ministry than never before when I go back in mm. Kampala and and I'll make all the efforts necessary uh, to see that uh, not only we have just one church but several churches of evolve in Uganda. Wow. Mm. Man, that is absolutely amazing. I don't think we got a chance to ask you how is it being the leader over there for this you know how is it being like you know the the leader for Uganda, uh, Evolve Uganda? Right, huh? especially with like them never seeing you, never seeing Minister Mike, them never seeing Minister Mike, and they know that this is coming from somebody that they've never seen. It's like a random strange right. guy. Who's like, <laughs> hey man, look, <laughs> I'm, I'm a, following him as he's following Christ, but it's like, who is he? I'm a, I must tell you that uh, my family knows him, even mm. when they are not, they they knew him. Mm. I, I've been talking about him all my uh, all my life. And still, with a church back home, you definitely, if I am your pastor, I'm your leader, you definitely know Pastor Mike. Mm. Wow. And, and over time, when he used to call on, on you know, on, on, on video, uh, the many, the others that, you know, they know him. Although, mm. so, um, they know him. So, you coming over there, it would be a, a great blessing. It's a, it's a great blessing. It's a, 
it's a launch it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's i don't know how i can call it but uh uh anybody who knows me yeah right and possibly knows my story i get emotion because i don't share it back home how come because um it it i i i barely talk about this it is only at times when 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 i i, I talk bits of my salvation journey but especially the Muslim background mm. but uh it takes in a whole lot to get back my entire story so i think this is just one of the few times one of the many times that i've talked about my life because it is so special to me i do not wish to put it out there for someone that wouldn't understand in the way i should right so i would i give it time because when i know that this is rich to me and i have i can't say the right audience but you're worth it so i don't usually i don't usually talk about it except that i came from a muslim background and the uh, and the little bit of that but the entire story it is, i shared with a with church and 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 uh, some of a few people you know that asked me I well, get back. I just want to let you know, uh, GH3, the network we're on, we have a million monthly listeners, so mm -hmm. just know a million plus people's going here. Right. <laughs> like, like, it's thank, official. Thank it's you. out there, thank sir. Thank you. But um, I, I usually share it when uh, when it come, when I'm talking about forgiveness and, 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 and resentment and bitterness and anger. Mm. That's mm -hmm. when I, I, I have to share a little bit of it because I, I struggled with it personally. And I had, a, I had a hard time trying to explain some of the things to my wife because uh, the the parts that I didn't want her to you know to to get hold on, she would basically start from where I I stopped, and it's family and it's relatives and you know the kids have to know the uncles and aunties and and mm. I'm here telling them you know they shouldn't be going somewhere there and I can't explain over that yeah. because that's uh, that's in the past, so I I felt like if I share it all, she will hurt on everyone. She would hurt on the people that you know she she, yeah, she saved. Yeah. But thank God that uh, my family is now saved. They accepted Christ. Your family. Hold on, who? The family that yes. cast you out. Yes. Stop. Stop. Time, 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 time. And you uh, gonna hit this at the end of this? How you gonna sit up and do that right there? Hello. Hold on. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hold on. I real quick. Real quick. The real Muslim quick. family got saved. Yes. How? I mean, like, like. You went oh, back. Oh, you went back. Yes. After a long how, time. How old? Uh, just I think it. Two, three, three years, three years ago, uh, I was struggling with it, and uh, uh, it will, it, the Lord spoke to me and, and and said, "You need to go there and ask for forgiveness." Hmm. He, did, he didn't tell me to forgive them. He told me, "Go and ask for forgiveness." Oh my God! Okay, yeah, okay. So you true. go, you go, and hold on, hold on. He said, "What?" He told you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. DJ. So you you go and ask for forgiveness. What is the acceptance like when they first see you? The community, your community, the family, and everything like. Now, I I had to forgive myself first. Mm -hmm. I had to let go of myself before going there, because the people that you so knew had exactly what they said. If I'd not come into terms with myself, it would be a different case. So mm. I had to deal with myself before going in there, and they never expected me to be there. What What exactly did you have to forgive you from? that I left as parents. That's what God told me. Ask for forgiveness. Because that is the least that they would expect from me. Wow. Wow. That is true. 
So I went there and I go I went with uh, I bought some things, bread, sugar and lots of things. They were not expecting me and uh, I blessed them and they were they were shocked to see me and I preached the gospel. And my mother, my father, my brothers they're not afraid of the gospel now. What was that moment? That and, and, and so my, did they have to leave my the time, village? And my time here has changed so much in my family. Changed a whole lot. I was sharing it. There's, there's so much. They see God, you know. They see God. They've seen me from where I was, and now I'm here. And nobody in my family has ever been on plane. So if I have to talk about what Jesus does, they believe. The Bible says, how will they believe until they've seen? Mm. Man, you're going to hit us with this at the Yo, end, at the bro. End? So you... So now they really, like, because you got on the plane for the first out of everybody. Yes. So, so what was the transition like for them? Because you said they were, they were high-ranking yes. Muslims. You were up next. You transitioned... And they cast you out. How was the transition for them from their level of ranking transitioning to Christianity? In the, in, the, in the course of the years, I think God was dealing with them. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of confusion. Some died. Some began on I mean, hate on each other. Lots of things. I'll tell you one thing. I think this last week, last week, uh, I, I was talking to my mother via WhatsApp through a, through a, a sister, and she did one thing. She went to one of the families that we knew very well, had a lot of things that I can't explain, and she went there to uh, to um, uh, how to reconcile. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And I told Papa that, well, I am I am I am getting served every single day, but I I wouldn't do that. My my sisters told her that. Uh, are you really going to that family? And when they saw her, the lady, the, the lady in the house said, this is a miracle. What are you doing here? I can't expect you. And, you know, they talked and she preached on her. So in the course while I was away, I think God was dealing with her. Some passed on. I, I never got back there. Some passed on. When I had my wedding, it was hard for me, but I had to do it. And a few showed up. But, uh... God was dealing with them. But uh, over the years, I think that seen God working um, in my life, but God had worked on their life. So it was, uh, I think, soft ground when I was there. It was wow. basically so perfect timing. That and some accepted, some accepted to be, uh, you know, accepted to be prayed for and they got saved and said, you know, we'll still put on the Sharia and, you know, but you know, you know that who we are because of the, because of their honor and their husbands and all of that. But I know them. I know them and, you know, we talk. So. And when I go back, it's basically one of the reasons why I said uh, we will have so many branches of Evolve Church because I need to have a church right there in the village. Ooh. Okay. Man. Um, like Evolve going to Uganda, huh? Evolve already in Uganda. I mean, y'all. Oh, we. Oh, yeah. We going next year. I got a passport. I'm ready to go. <laughs> That's that. Oh man, oh, Pastor God. Moses. I, I. 
we I'm, need a part two. Yeah, we we definitely gotta we gotta come back you, when next time you come. Every matter of fact, every time you touch down, you gotta come. We back. gotta come, man. Give us updates. Let us know what's going on, man. This is absolutely powerful. Absolutely powerful. Um, thank you for your persistence, man. Thank you, thank you for your faithfulness. Uh, thank you for your your drive, your dedication, the discipline to just keep going. Even when it got rough, man, I'm I'm so motivated by this. I'm so inspired by your story, and um, man, it's it really lights lights a fire in us. You know what I mean? To yeah. to to just keep going, keep persisting. Like, man, I'm I'm really I I'm. They'll tell you I talk a lot, but I'm lost for words right now, and I'm just so inspired. I could just, just, just thank you, man. Thank you. You're, I'm telling you, you're going to be a great, and you are a great inspiration to the millions that are listening, man. Absolute inspiration. I don't know if y'all got anything. I'm, 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 I don't know. I don't. <laughs> oh. uh, just, uh, you have a uh, Facebook, Instagram, stuff like that? Uh, yes. So can you give us the, um, those, uh, social media links and stuff? Uh, Moses J. Mwanguzi. Moses Moses J Mwanguzi M U W A N G U Z I. One more time, one more time. What's the last one? Moses J with J J like Jug. M U W A N G U Z I. Got you. You found him? Yeah. Yeah. Share that with everybody. Well, he got more followers than me. What's going on here? Hey, man, appreciate it. You just started, bro. It's crazy. Yeah, this man, you a whole celebrity out here. <laughs> All right, man. Make sure y'all go, um, Fresh Leftovers family, man. Make sure y'all go out and show uh, Pastor Moses some love, man. Fact. Run it up, run it up, run it up, man. Show him that love, how we do it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Pastor Moses, we love you, man. We love you. We love you. We appreciate you. Keep building, man. Keep building the kingdom. You know what I mean? Keep just keep keep doing what you're doing. Keep Thank trusting you. God, man. I need to step it up. I'm like, ah, this is amazing. Yeah. Man, we really love you. Uh, make sure y'all run it up. Show them some love, man. And we're gonna blast this out to the world. All right. You're gonna be in Uganda Facts. somewhere like, yo, I was on the radio. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> For Look real, it up man. on YouTube. Yes, man. And uh, man, I'm just so inspired. We love you. Thank you for pulling up on us. Thank you for blessing us with your time, man, and your inspiration and your energy. We love you, man. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you so much. All right. All right, man. It's the Fresh Leftovers Radio Show. We out. GH3 Radio, God's House of Hip Hop. What's good, everybody? It's your man, Legacy the Prince. I am CEO Aaliyah. And it's your boy, DJ B4EY. And we are the host of the world's most dangerous Christian hip-hop radio show called Fresh Leftovers. It's a show where we take old topics, new topics, trending topics, reheat them, and make them relevant for today's culture. We have some of the hottest segments like The Block is Hot, Explain That Post, Kingdom Conversations, and much more. So make sure you tune into our show each and every Wednesday from 5 to 7 Eastern Standard Time, 2 to 4 Pacific Standard Time, right here on G. H3 Radio, God's House of Hip Hop, LA's number one home for Christian hip hop, Latin hip hop, and gospel hip hop music. Yeah! <laughs> All right, guys. Yes, sir! Perfect!